Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome to, again, I was about to say the episode, but our sixth album review, doing King's Disease 2, produced by Hit Boy, uh, Nas's second, uh, the second collab album together. Um, shoot, let me put that little ticker on. Oh, yeah. You guys ready for this one? Yeah, no, we definitely yeah, ready man. for that one. Yeah, first one, uh, just in case people never heard the first one, um, came out last year around the same time in August, won Nas's first Grammy, and then... Surprisingly? Yeah, I mean, not, I guess, but... Uh, yeah, just for it to be I his mean, first Grammy, like, you know, that's kind of crazy to think. Yeah, so. that's true, that's true. Um, I mean, yeah, they don't really show hip-hop too much love, especially during the time of Nas's, you know, you know, the Elmer oh, yeah. and things like that. Um, I mean, they still don't. We all know, yeah, we all know. Yeah, we all know Elmatic as that. Like that's like one of hip hop's greatest albums ever. So that's a that's more than a Grammy. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. But yeah, uh, before we get into that, man, I want to say happy birthday to that man, Nipsey Hustle, man. I know, uh, Donna, you got yeah. that. Got that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Nipsey. Nip, Nip, Nah, yeah, Nip, Nip yeah, could have been thirty six today. Um, if it wasn't for that fatal shooting, but um, yeah, now nah, everybody been posting Nip today. I mean, it's it's a good thing. I mean, Nip, I like, played a role in everybody's coming lives, like they was playing his music. So, um, especially like, yeah, yeah. like our age on the West Coast, you know what I mean. Um, and after this review, go check out our Victory Lap review. Um, uh, that's probably one of our, like, in my opinion, that's might be my favorite review that we did so far. Um, so yeah, go check out that one. And we're yeah, man. get straight into the game. Hold on, hold on. Before, before we get into it, man, you guys say happy yeah. birthday to Chief Keith, too, man. Oh, yeah. Chief <laughs> Keith, yeah. Yeah, birthday, Chief Keith. Yeah, yeah that man. man you can't that Bro, he's only 26. That's crazy when you think about it. Dang, he was popping at like 16. When was Finally Rich came out? He was like Dang. 16, well, 17. I mean, Finally. Don't Like in general came out, what, 2012, 2011? Yeah. So, what, he was like. What was he, 18? He's like 16. Nah, bro, 16? Like 16. Yeah. Shit, that's crazy, though. It was like, he was dang near our age then, pretty much. Oh, yeah, I mean. Not that much <laughs> yeah. No, nah, it's just crazy, because it's like, when he was popping, he did it so young. That's why. About to be a decade. No, next year will be a decade that he's been, you know, pretty much relevant. You know? Dang, yeah. it's just yeah. tell you, time flies, and I didn't know how right. young he was, pretty much. Yeah, that's what I'm how, saying. Like, he's like. I forgot how young he was. Young. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, we get we get straight into this album. Um, anything you got got to say before we jump into it? Uh, um, don't forget about our um our giveaway. Check out our pin tweet on Twitter. Yeah, yes, go check that. Yeah, till the twenty sixth of August. Yeah, the no, the giveaway. Isn't the thirtieth? Thirtieth, thirtieth. Yeah, yeah. 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 Twenty sixth is a Thursday. <laughs> thirtieth, yeah. Monday, Monday. Hey, what the fuck? You got the days. Right. <laughs> I got my days wrong, man. I thought it was yeah. the 26th. Nah, it'll, be, it'll be the 23rd Monday, and then it'll be 30th on the Monday. So it'll be the end of the month on 30th. Nah, that'll be, nah, that'll be great. I see a lot of people on the list. I was checking the list this morning. Oh, yeah, that's the 30th. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw there's a quite few. There's probably more than 10 on the list. That's good. There's a lot more people. So the more people... The better you might get a chance to win something free, you know, uh pair of shoes, uh, you know, CD, uh Spotify, you know. So um hopefully that, whoever wins that, will definitely enjoy up. it. Save you 
save you 10 bucks, save you <laughs> shoes too. I mean, you got yeah, a whole lot going on in there. Yeah, hopefully they're not the size. It's a big Kanye <laughs> fan, and they're going to appreciate it. All right. But, you know, you still got time to, to answer. You still got time to share it. So, you know. Plenty, plenty of time. Plenty of, like two weeks. Yeah, plenty of time. And uh, we'll keep, of course, every day we're going to be sharing that uh, sharing that uh, that post. So uh, I know the number for sure going to grow. Um, I know subscribers went up as well. Twitter yeah, yeah. We almost had a hundred. So. We almost had a hundred. Yeah. So appreciate everybody so subscribing dope. and doing their part. So just got to stay yeah. consistent with it, man. Yeah, sure. But yeah, uh, I mean, we haven't done a review what since J Cole's the off season. Yeah. When I when I came into the intro, like to introduce this, I'm, I I totally forgot what to say. I'm like, damn, I don't because I'm like so used to the episodes. I'm like, uh, what do we do on album reviews again? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, I don't even know what to say. Uh, yeah, I mean, but, yeah, but just like, um, yeah, just to get into the review, it's like we kind of only do more reviews that are like good albums that people should listen to, not just any type of album review like we could do we could do any one if we wanted to but i mean personally i, mean, I want to do a lot more album reviews yeah because there's so many albums you know what i mean especially that especially this year that came out like i want to still want to do tyler's you know yeah do, those, uh, just the greater like, project just the ones yeah. that are like anticipated like people actually listen yeah. to i mean but like, not I even just... that too not even that too i mean because to me like you, gotta love to one the albums, you know what i mean and that's you know what i mean that wasn't like super anticipated but to me that's one of the best albums of the year yeah, True. To the ones that ain't getting, you know, yeah, all the exactly. main media attention. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When the time's right, hopefully we can do as much as more. Because uh, you know, we gotta we gotta be different, man. Because you got same people like us talking about that shit, but they ain't showing love to the, you know, to the, the younger artists. And yeah. That's why we here to show love to all hip hop, not just certain hip hop. Exactly, like certain rap like we showing love to what deserves to be shown love. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah that's how they had to yeah. clarify. <laughs> yeah, to clarify, we doing it all above. Yeah, and we're gonna try to do more uh, reviews. Probably Sunday is probably gonna be our day for right now. Yeah, um, Sunday. So probably in the next couple hey, man, of weeks, might we'll change, probably though, bro. We got football I mean, it, around the corner, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Yeah, true. Man, man. You might have yeah, to pick Saturdays or something. I can miss out on college football, bro. Uh, okay. I mean, okay. we, yeah, we're trying to yeah. we're trying to figure out. We work something. Might have to sacrifice a game for the podcast. Sacrifice the code of games, man. We'll work. We'll work. No, for sure. Yeah, but we'll get we'll get straight into the album. Uh, once again, King's Disease Two by Nas, entirely produced by Hit Boy. Um, let's get straight to the first track. So we got the pressure. Um. How'd you guys feel about this intro uh, coming into the track, uh, coming to the CD or uh, to the album? Uh, I said everything else, but though, but yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, who want to go first on this? One? You go first, man. You're talking. You go first. <laughs> well, I mean, just just Nas album in general, like the King Disease too. Um, just before I get into the first record, um, I mean, Hit Boy production on this is I think got a lot better on this one. Uh, for sure. I mean, I'll, I'll probably keep saying it on every track because it, um, it kind of did shit. Sh- it played a role in this project in particular, but Pressure, I mean, really the production was pretty good on here as like the start of the track. Um, and then you got Don Tolliver vocals. Yeah, there. yeah, on there. He's uh, yeah. been under some scrutiny 
according yeah. to the TikToker. But, oh you know, yeah, that's a whole yeah, different story. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Don Tolliver kind of really underrated. Uh, I I like him as an artist. He's very versatile. Um, he's definitely on like a lot of hooks on people records and features and things like that. Um, and then um, really just I like the transition at the end. Uh, kind of got kind of got more like barry at the end, like it kind of that transition. I think I think it was like that last two minutes or a minute. Um, yeah, it was like halfway. Yeah, I think believe like yeah, it was second too. verse. I want to say second verse is kind of yeah, like second, yeah. Second, yeah. Second, yeah. Verse. second verse. Yeah, but that's pretty much it. I mean, you guys got anything with that one? I mean, uh, you go ahead. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I thought it was a it was a dope vibe to start off the project. You know, it sounded like a typical you know what a Nas you know. Uh, it started off like what a Nas album should sound like. Me personally, what I thought. Um, I mentioned you all earlier, but yeah, Quentin Miller had a was credited for a a writer on this track. I thought Ooh. that one. No, oh, I didn't know that one. Yeah, and everyone knows the whole shit with Drake. <laughs> Drake, years ago, but you know he's always gonna get brought up because especially because of that whole uh, drama. But yeah, yeah, I just wanted to point that out. I mean, that but it could was, be uh, it could be anything. It could be credited. You know I mean? Yeah, man. Like, he was. I just want no point out that he was credited as a writer. Yeah, yeah. No, um, definitely. Yeah, but I thought it was a you know dope track. I thought you know yeah having I'm not really a Don Tolliver fan, but you know having like. You know, putting him on having like was it like a sample from another song? Uh, or like, did he actually was that specifically made for this track? I don't. I, don't uh, I think it was like maybe made for the track. I won't. You won't actually. I want people quote me, but I mean, it's kind of like I was listening to the whole album. There's a couple of people that have different vocals at the background of different artists. Um, yeah. Right now, we're talking about Don Tolliver at the moment, but yeah. Later, in that, track, you know, adding later. adding him to that, I man. All he had was like the background vocals, but like I thought, you know, just like on an intro and outro. But like, yeah. uh, I thought that this, it it fit well with the instrumental. I thought it, it fit yeah. well with the yeah, what, it, it produced. Right. You know, I felt like it, it yeah. fit perfectly. Yeah, but yeah, I thought it was like a, said, a dope intro track. It, it set like the mood to, to start off this. Uh, yeah, yeah, it set the vibe for the album. Like, that's what I believe. But you can get you can get to it. Um. Yeah, I just like the the you know the chorus. You know, pretty much just where he's talking about the pressure, where a ton is getting too heavy. Um, and then he talked about having to inspire them again, like I didn't already. You know what I mean? Um, just pretty much inspiring a lot of people just coming into the game, like super early, you know, in the 90s. Yep. Already inspire them, you know, coming back 2021, doing it all over again. You know what I mean? Um, in the first verse, you know, he was giving game. I'm talking about being down with the hustle, investing in education. Uh, pretty much what we what will come if you stay dedicated, pretty much to your craft or whichever lane you're, uh, I guess that you're going in. Um, I know you talked about putting a scholarship programs throughout his city, so that's also talking about you know investing in education. He did it, he invested yeah. in himself, and you know able to give back. Um, his second verse. Oh yeah, his second verse. I wrote. Uh, I believe it's the beginning. Yeah, probably, I think like the first few uh, few lines. We said the world on my shoulders is getting too heavy. I've been bitch pressing the problems, ain't even get sweaty. Cops brutalizing kids, I see it too steadily. Correctional facilities never do it correctly. My main statement is this whole game is triangulated. Uh, I thought that was dope because you know what I mean, like pretty much all the you know all the problems like in the community and things like that. Like I felt like you know he was facing it you know head on, trying to carry it on his back, change things, um, seeing you know seeing kids you know pretty much you know go you know go to prison killed all this stuff um 
And then just talking talk about the whole entire game, you know, what I mean, the whole system is pretty much being divided, you know, even like the industry and stuff like that. Uh, when he says at the end, you know, my whole statement is this whole game is triangulated. It's just, you know, everyone's kind of on, on different paths, especially especially like he's talking about, you know, kids, you know, being brutalized, uh, you know, the, you know, correctional facilities, you know, what I mean, not, not doing it correctly. So he said a lot in that in that just in the beginning track, you know what I mean? So, yeah, nah, of course, definitely like Caleb said, definitely something you'll get from Nas, you know what I mean? To set the set the yeah, tone. Set the, the tone, set the tone. Set the tone. The tone of what the album's about to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. yeah, I just, um, yeah, just to add on to what you were saying, basically, um, yeah, he was putting like a program I saw. It was about, uh, what was it? Uh, Harvard Hip Hop Fellowship Program he invested in um, for people that want to do music uh, in the Harvard I did some research on it, but that's, I mean, that's good though. I mean, he's, he's investing into like the younger people. Um, like Nas doesn't mind working with uh, other artists and he doesn't mind impacting the youth for his music wise. Yeah. So um, that's why like later in the other tracks, um, the features are younger artists that he doesn't feature with at all. So it's like, he has he a feature on here I didn't expect would be yeah, on the we, I don't think we all expected none of the features on here. Yeah. But. It's, uh, well, it's mainly yeah, just right. one track, well, mainly. I'm actually the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mo, mo, uh, and I know we, we kind of shed a light on that a little bit on the last episode um, before this review. I know we talked about that just a little bit. Uh, we were talking about like A Boogie, YG, a lot of, you know, Blast. Yeah. People. Now, a lot of Hit Boys influence, you know, I feel like on a certain artist, besides yeah. A Boogie, because I think they're from the same area. So, yeah, I, New, I York. See that, New York. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think like Queen, what, Queensbridge, I'm, I think is. Yeah, place, Queensbridge. If yep. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah so, yep. I'm Queen, um, yeah. But yeah, we're going straight to the next one. Speaking of East Coast, man, we got Death Row East, track number two. That's a dope this track, a, man. Yeah, this was a dope one for sure. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, no. uh, yeah. I, I'll start. I'll start with this one. Um, oh, Hit Boy. I mean, like like Darnell said, like we could talk about every single beat. We're probably gonna end up bringing Hit Boy. You know, did his thing on this beat, like <laughs> talk about that, like hey, you know what I mean. But this one for sure, Hit. It, it's one of those. It's, and it's a, such a simple beat too, but it's always and I feel like hip hop, it's always the simple beats that are like the the best one. You know, sometimes you get like a DJ Premier beat and it's just a simple. You know, what I mean, sometimes it could be a, be a loop and it's like the greatest thing you ever heard. You know what I mean? Um, I think that's just a hip hop thing. It's just a simple you know loop that's going. It's could end up being the best beats. Um, I think that, personally for me, I feel like this is one of the, like a legendary track. Um, to just give more insight on the beef, you know, between Nas and Pac, and also just the East, oh, West East Coast, Coast, what was, exactly yeah, what was brewing yeah, up yeah. Around, around that time. Um, his storytelling was really good on both verses. Um, like he said, it was just a history lesson on, re- like, on record. Um, and then he said, like, when you have a story as real as his, you know, or as, as real as mine, you can't leave nothing out it, you know. Uh, and personally, for me, bro, I didn't really, I, I knew about the East Coast and West Coast. Obviously, that was before our time, but like a little bit before our time, but. I always went back and kind of like checked it out, you know, the source awards and, you know, kind of what was going on, things like that. But I never really knew too much about the Nas beef with them. Like, I, you know what I mean? I didn't really, I didn't really know that much because I never looked too deep into it. Um, Oh, not necessarily, not, I take that back. Not the Nas and Pac, I knew about that. I didn't know about the Death Row East. I didn't know if that was a big thing. Yeah, I didn't obviously know at that time, but like I, I didn't, I had bro that like I, when I heard this, I had no clue about that. So I learned something, <laughs> no. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was talking about like Big Daddy Kane, Eric B, and 
Yeah, like, they're trying like, to people who were start their own branch, already. start their own yeah. branch of Death Row on the East Coast, West Coast to bring them together. Yeah, then he was talking about like people around him with Death Row chains, and uh, you know, I mean, Shook Knight's influence almost turning what he say like, uh, like like the uh, like the MOB like almost turning half of New York red. You know, a bunch of yeah. bloods, you know, what I mean, coming. So I'm like, <laughs> the I'm like damn, and this was actually like legit, like crazy. You know what was going on back then, but uh, I was just happy, pretty much to finish of what I'm saying that they were able to that Nas and Pac were able to just talk, squash the beef. Um, it's unfortunate though that we never really get to see uh, or got to see you know what could happen next with that. Um, I guess even with Death Release and then just with Nas and Pac, you know, what I mean, see what music they could have made together because I think they were supposed to shoot it or like he was supposed to come, Pac was supposed to come on a, a video shoot, like, but then he in like three days, like you know, like I think then like three days later in the past, yeah, yeah, so. yeah for the street, dream, street dreams, yeah, yeah, yeah for, exactly. So I'm like, man, like the history is just it's crazy, like stuff I didn't even really know about. Uh, so yeah, like, it was before I our time. Was a legendary track yeah. just because I learned so much from it. I'm like, damn, like I made me look into it. I was like, oh, let me let me let me see about this. So it was, it was around, yeah, we was like kid, we was like babies when this, all this stuff happened. <laughs> we was born in like 97, you know, in the 90s. So this. This all happened when we were little kids. This is this is something for like the youth to actually, um, you know, really shed light to because they will actually have to go back in the history books yeah. and, and even with and the beefs and stuff that. like that. It's kind of like yeah. learn from that. You know what I mean? Like especially people nowadays, it's like, man, so you know, it's it's just not you know, it's not worth it. You know, all these beasts and stuff like that, like these rap beefs, it's just not worth it because people really could get killed. Especially back then, Nas was saying his crew was like. Ruthless, like his crew is like was crazy, you know what I mean? And, and then of course you got Shig Knight and damn near knows everybody. Like, Shig so, Knight. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Knows everybody. So from gang members to freaking feds and you know all the all the guard, yeah. security guards who were working, you know what I mean? It's like shit. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was um yeah, but that was yeah, I thought that was like a really a really dope track to put, you know, especially the second track. I didn't, I didn't expect nothing like that to be on this album, but um you yeah, know, yeah, Park passed. Yeah, the same. The, the Park passed away the day before his birthday, and uh, uh they announced. Uh, I liked how they had it at the end with uh, Ed Lover speaking oh, yeah, at, yeah. at Nas's concert, announcing it to everybody. He was like, "Yeah, he passed. You know, he passed away. You know, I can be crazy to you know being one of the people in attendance to that, hearing that." Yeah, because it like just stopped the whole show. Like, just, to, I'm like yeah, that? stuff like that happens though in the middle of a. Concert and you hear on the news or something like, hey, yeah. somebody passed away. Like, it's really like, yo, moment of silence. Cause uh, I mean, that's, you know, that's people that they uh, they knew, grew up on. Iconic. Mean, you know? What was going on at that time too? You know what I mean? It's kind of like, yeah. like this is serious. You know what I mean? It was like, oh shit, this is real. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was, nah, it was then, like serious, yeah. serious stuff. Um, uh, I wanted to share just about uh. Well, yeah, the production. You know, that was like a very like hip hop tempo beat on that one. That was pretty good. Um, it sounded like some like early two thousands Nas type beat. Yeah, that's I was getting. That would have been on like Godson or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was getting that type of vibe. This it was definitely like a Nas like. This man Darnell track. said hip hop tempo, but the whole tr- the whole thing is hip hop tempo. Nah. <laughs> nah, it was like a higher hip hop tempo. Nah, like, it was a little. <laughs> it was like more of nah, a East Coast feel. <laughs> I mean, it's more of an East Coast feel, but you got a guy from West Coast producing his beats, though. That's what that's what that's what's crazy about hip hop. Like he can like change like the way of the the production oh, is. I think for, I, I that in, in another track. 
Whenever yeah. we get to it, I don't know for sure when I get to it. <laughs> um, I don't want to talk about the same thing you said, but I just wanted to share about um how Nas was talking about how Tupac may have got set up in the shooting in Las Vegas, but we kind of shared a little bit about it. But then he was talking about how uh oh Nas's friend uh was it Willie Graham? Uh, he named a uh, a label after his name, Ill Will label, and um. I guess basically that's like Nas's like first DJ and his friend, um, but unfortunately um, he got shot due to mm-hmm. like an argument with his own girlfriend, and she I pretty know. much called some guy friends up, and they end up killing him. Um, yeah, but uh, I don't even know that. It, well. yeah. yeah. So basically, yeah, Nas basically made a record label called Ill Will and named it after mm-hmm. him because. Um, it was just awful what that happened because it was just yeah that's crazy. it was just kind of like a strange thing yeah that happened but um you know and I think uh, another thing is like I don't think we'll ever know what really went down with Tupac as far as like you know how to get set up and all that I don't think there's so many there's so many, there's stories, so many stories about stories that and, so many yeah. theories and it's been over right. what yeah. it's been over twenty years and. Yeah, it's, it's like at this point, it's like, man, just let the man rest. Like, it, yeah, it, we don't really I mean, know, you know. They're making someone so many... know, like whoever, whoever, like whatever, whoever did oh, it or whatever. Unless if yeah, the take person that to is the grave. alive, it's like, yeah, just at this point, man. So yeah, they're making too uh, many like documentaries on Netflix and all that. Yeah. It's like, dude, like, come on, now. <laughs> this, this, right? yeah. They're yeah. just making money off his name too much, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, all right, like we saw pops, yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, okay, Caleb, you want to you want to wrap this one up or? going to the next oh one. no I, I we pretty much summed up you know everything for sure all right we're going to track number three we got 40 side Ooh, it's one of my favorites uh, on here one of my favorites. yeah you go ahead I, I i guess i'll start it off so yeah it was one of my favorites i mean um uh a lot of people talk about this guy all the time little baby vocals was in the background of this one um oh yeah just to start it off do yeah. a little sample with that, and then you got um, I like how Nas said he was like, I gave the hood classics, like because that's true. Like, I mean, Illmatic, you know, all that people talk about that in hip hop in the 90s, they will always say like Illmatic is like one of the best projects during that time, and then um, you know, he also just saying like, yeah, um, and he got a Grammy for the first King King Disease, you know, and then. Uh, who knows? On this one, he might get nominated again for sure. I would yeah, definitely I'm sure he'll get nominated that, again um, for this one. But yeah, Nas was talking his stuff, you know, letting people know that, like, you know, he got classes for people in in his earlier discography. And then um, I think he was talking about, you know, the truth hurts for certain people that can't take like certain things, uh, and it could be too sensitive about, but you know, he's just trying to tell people the real stuff and not be, you know, fake towards them. Yeah, but that's pretty what much what you? I got. What about you? Uh, what about you, Kev? Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a dope track. Like, Darnell see you know, Lil Baby is one of like you know, the faces of hip hop right now, and uh, he's kind of you know, you see a lot of older artists not able to adapt to like new age. But you can you can see on this track, Nas, you know, tw- twenty seven years in the game, still putting out dope, dope, you no know, projects. Even 
kind of adapting to like the new age sound you, you yeah you heard that with this one you, you were mentioning how you said that king's disease the first one kind of sound like modern day compared to this one and, uh, and i thought that was a dope project too so it just shows you now how um how uh, you know good of an mc Nas is in general just being able to adapt and still you know you know be a dope mc still make you know still sound like himself as well at the same time mm-hmm but I felt like, yeah, this this track, yeah, felt like more of a, a modern day sound compared, especially compared to the first two, and then a couple of you know a couple other tracks on this uh, album as well. There's a lot of um, you know, a lot of uh, smooth like smooth type instrumentals pr- like production on here. Some there's a couple tracks that sound like more like modern day hip hop, but then there's a lot that uh, it sound like yeah, typical yeah. Nas that you'd hear on a Nas yeah. album. So um, yeah, to be able to still you know be relevant 27 years and still you know. Being able to adapt to modern day hip hop because obviously it doesn't sound the same compared to when he came out in the '90s. So um, yeah, exactly. I gotta give him the kudos for that for sure. Yeah, no, I definitely give him props for that. Um, I mean, that's that's a big thing, like you said, especially with longevity. You gotta have to find ways to uh, to, to adapt to keep yeah mm-hmm. to keep going. Um, for me personally, um, I like the song. I like the song, but it, it, to me, it's it might be the only skip for me personally on this album um i just think the beat was kind of generic like even it is modern i thought that like this was the only one that was kind of like uh, the beats kind of pretty generic to me um but um i like Nas's verse though like um like it was really pretty much og tacos where you you know like that's what he was saying in the chorus but like uh to go on with what darnell said when he said i gave the hood classics uh something to open your mind instead of uh, instead of going out crashing, you know what I mean? Like he was giving people you no know, knowledgeable raps instead of, you know, shoot them up, bang, bang, tight raps. You know what I mean? Like p- stuff that you can actually listen to and break down. Like, let me open up this book. You know what I mean? Uh, let me let, oh, what, what, oh, Nas is talking about, you know, well, let me see what Nas is talking about. I don't quite understand that. You know what I mean? Then go search it up. Um, and then when he said, you know, like, uh, can't just talk about the plan. You got to put it in action. Ain't no pity party for yourself. You got to get up, uh, rise up for your wealth can't spend all that time in your feelings trying to sympathize with yourself don't nobody owe you ain't nobody holding you back you stuck in an illusion attached to something that ain't even that ain't even that um and i thought that was dope you know what i mean just to pretty much like you know not really making those excuses and really you know what i mean just stick to the game plan of, of whatever you have or whatever i guess craft uh like i said before and put put into action, you know what I mean. And if you don't, it's really just gonna fall on you, not anybody else. Like you can't blame you can't blame on nobody else. So I thought the verse was really dope. But personally, for me, besides that, I didn't really I didn't really care for this song too much. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what that no, I feel the same yeah. way. I feel I think yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah, it's like the like the lyrics was pretty yeah, good, it was just, but it's yeah, not the, the, the beat wasn't the, beat was the beat didn't blow me away. Basically, yeah, it was even just, the chorus too. I was just like, yeah, you know, I think I, what he was, I, mean, I didn't mind it. That's just me. I, it's not my favorite, obviously, but you know, I thought yeah, it was a cool. No, I mean, I, I'm saying like it's a good song, but as far like if there, if I was to go through it, like if I was to go back to it, I would probably skip this song. You know what I mean? Like, there's always that one song on the album that you're taking out really feeling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. This would be I mean, the one for me. Uh, so, fitty, you know. fitty. I don't know, fitty, fitty. I don't know. It's still, I, mean, it's still I think yeah, I think Darnell skips is the next track. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, we don't, no, yeah, that's right. we don't, we don't all gotta agree though, because I like you know I, mean? I know we're not gonna, I'm gonna agree on. Yeah, no, nah, we're not gonna agree on it, but it's like a 50-50. I feel like 
I feel yeah. like what you're saying for me, it feels like it depends on my mood of when I want to play. Like it's like, yeah. oh, maybe I'll. You skip said it. it. You said it was one of your favorite tracks. Like it was one of my favorites, but then sometimes it's like, it's just like it's it's maybe at the moment you're like, oh, yeah, at the moment. And the next the time moment. you're like, oh wait, no, because <laughs> it because music think. changes my mood. It depends on like how I feel about it later on in life. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'll skip it. Yeah, I'll play it. Yeah, I'll skip it, but. Um, but yeah, funny. Caleb's correct on the next track. I'm not going first. <laughs> no, go first, Let's let's get let's get hold on. I want to become famous. Hold on, <laughs> get this fake account. Hey, you, you want to get these spam bots on here? You get these spam spam bots up. Spam bots the fuck out of you, man. Oh, this is from man. This is from Twitch. No wonder. Man, the fuck we Instagram comments. What is that? Yeah, that's that's from Twitch. IG comments in this bitch. The fuck? Yeah, for real. Hey, get out of here, man. For real, we got bots in here now. That's wild, man. Got bots everywhere online, man. You can't go anywhere. You can't go anywhere. Ain't safe anywhere. You can't be safe on a damn live stream, man. They, they yeah, popping up in the comments. Yeah, what is damn. going on that's here? Looking that's like an Instagram post in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, but um, we got EPMD two featuring EPMD themselves, um, the duo on uh, Eminem. Um, no, big mad. Let, let, yeah. let, let, let off your chest, Darno. Well, ain't well, gotta I, be. I, I, look, you, you wanna? You, ain't got you too wanna much to talk about. I don't I'll, I'll go first. I'll go. I'll, I'll say go the best for last. Yeah, yeah, we'll say down there for last because man, uh, Darnell's on skip. For me, I mean, <laughs> I personally it. think I, I personally think this is one of Hit Boy's best beats, just in general, like overall. Because I mean, the fact that they brought it back, you know, for the, for a second one and brought you know the actual you know EPMD duo like on, on here, you know what I mean? Um, and uh, to me, it was one of the coldest beats off the first one, you know, the fir- uh, first King Disease. Um, yeah. And I know a lot of people want to hear Eminem and Nas for years. Like I, that's what I've seen. Like I've always wanted to hear them. Um, and of course, you know when when Nas was talking about you know Eminem murdered you on your own shit with the you know that iconic line on Ether. I even want to hear Eminem and Nas together. It's like you know what I mean. Um, and then uh, let me see. I like what Nas said in the beginning when he said, "Don't give you one. Uh, they don't give you one single rose while you can smell it." So I pick from my own garden. You know what I mean? He's gonna give himself his own flowers. Um, you know, why he's still alive and why you can, you know, actually smell it. So I like that. Um, EPMD, I wish their verse was longer because they had that back-to-back going. And I was like, bro, this is crazy because I didn't really know too much about the group. I know who's in it, but I never really know, knew too much about them. Um, so when, and when they were talking about, you know, my people can't even get minimum wage, uh, you know, fuck a stimulus, give us some interest. And you know, uh, give you know, give me a home, give me the land, you know what I mean. And then, yeah, and then he says, so when you trespass, blah, one in your dome. I was just like, bro, like it was just smooth the way they were going back and forth. They were, you know, get, you know, giving yeah, game. dope, dope yeah. lines, yeah, going back and forth. Super, yeah, super dope. Um, the Nas's verse was dope, of course. You know, um, I think this song was more for the features to shine because I mean, Nas already did this on the first, you know, ran ran the whole entire beat already and got to do it again. So I think he just kind of, you know, did his thing on his verse when he said, uh, might walk through a cemetery uh, to see where hip hop is buried. I said it was dead, but it faked his death like Machiavelli. You know, I thought that was dope because um, he once said, you know, what I mean, uh, you know, like what the what was the hip hop is dead. You know what I mean? Um, so pretty much to come back, like, he was like, man, like hip hop, you know, I, you know, take pretty much taking back what he said, if you want to pay it that way. Um 
then pretty much mm-hmm. to wrap it up, I like the transition of Eminem straight to Eminem's verse, like right when Nas finished, when he's like, you know, like ready, and then jumps right into it. Um, for me personally, I'm a big, I like schemes and patterns and things like that. Um, and Eminem pretty much had, and flows and stuff like that. And Eminem like did all that in his verse with flows, the schemes and the patterns, especially at, uh, at the at the very end that flow that we was hitting when he was naming off that you know all the artists that you know he wants to be you know up with the greats you know the jays the drays and the, you know when he was going crazy like name dropping like, bro. yeah and then talking you know i mean um then you know rest in peace you know to like nipsey mf doom bismarck you know he was giving pretty much shout giving everyone their flowers you know what i mean i thought it was super dope um and to me i feel like eminem just like bro like he ex- executed it perfectly and he just raps to like he mastered rap to the point where I could understand why people are like it's a little too much, but <laughs> because it's he's so good at rapping that it's like I feel like he sometimes like tone it down a little bit. But I mean, you can't stop this man, you know. I mean, you can't. <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it. He went crazy, so you go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's Caleb. Go ahead, Caleb. Darnell's mad because he's not an Eminem fan, so he didn't like this track. No, I thought, um, you know, especially towards the end of his verse, I thought, you know, when he was, yeah, when he was name dropping Eminem, was just, you know, going, going, you know, crazy. I can imagine how he was in the booth. But to do it that perfect on a beat like this, bro, and to still make it sound like to, to find that pocket. Like there's only a, only other person I know that really be doing like that, like that's for, and that can make it sound good on a mainstream track is like Buster Rhymes. Like they know how to yeah. find a specific yeah, Buster, Buster Rhymes, and, yeah. This man you know crazy. Yeah, like they know how to find that pocket and specifically do you know, hit those patterns. Like, it's just a, I don't know, that it's crazy to me, you know. But yeah, but um, uh, yeah, I thought it was dope to put, you know, EPMD have them on the actual second, you know, permits the remix because the, the original EPMD was on the what was it, the Black Messiah? What was it, the the one uh, that one like what was a documentary? Uh, yeah, Black Messiah. So. Yeah, that was on that 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 that, that project they put out, and then you now they dropped oh, the remix. Oh, Judas and the yeah. Black Messiah. Yeah, Judas and oh, Black the Black Messiah. Yeah, that was yeah. On. yeah, yeah. That, the, the first one was on that. On the and soundtrack. They, uh, yeah, yeah, the soundtrack. So you know, being able to get uh, you know put EPMD and then you add Eminem, you know, and Darnell might not like him, but you gotta give him his credit. Yeah, I think he he did his he, he did his thing on that track for sure. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, oh, is that it? You got anything else for that? Oh, no, you can go ahead. I want to hear. Oh, I, I'm more concerned what you have to say, man. I ain't really got too much, I mean, to really like talk about on this one. I mean, it's just like I like the production, the production is really good on the track. Um, like I said, I think, well, you guys know, but people prior across the world don't know that like Eminem is, is very good in a way. Um, probably his earlier career, um, for me. Um, but I just don't like certain him. Like, I just don't feel like it don't benefit me or it doesn't really change my perspective on the music for him. Like, I like the way he raps, but it don't really, it don't blow me away. As it's a, not your style. It's just not my style. I think yeah. you, you probably tacked on it. That's probably what I mean, probably mean to say. It's like, it's not really my style. I'm not saying not he's a bad rapper. 
it's not my cup of tea. Like there's other artists I listen to for different reasons, but Eminem, I'm not I'm not hating on his shine. I don't hate on his grind. I don't hate him but as a skill. rapper. It's the skill though. But he has a skill, skill but I will that point out he has a skill that who can do no that? other artist can do as well. That's exactly. what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's, it's I think, yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I hate this track at all. This is very great. The beginning of it, Eminem. I'm just like, okay, it's good. It's good, but it's just not for me. It's not for me. I don't really like it as much. But um, with that being said, it's a great track. Hit Boy did his thing as usual. I saw, saw Mary she wrote on it. Good. Wasn't as bad as I thought, huh, Caleb? No. <laughs> I was going to go on a rampage. Like, you probably thought I was going to go on the album, blah, blah, blah. You know, blah, blah, blah. He got time to listen nah. to it, man. He had time to listen to it finally. Nah. Because once you like dissect it, you're like, it's one of those verses that you could be like, oh, let me, you got to hear it. Well, again. it's so yeah. much. No, but I, okay, just to end it off for my closure. Yeah, bargain, Basically, man. it's so, he talks so much stuff on there that you have to listen to it again and you have to go through the lyrics to really say, to really feel like what he said, like, damn, he said this, that, that. He was name dropping. Like, he was doing all yeah. these different things. Like, he's one of them artists where it goes over your head and you got to go back to it. Like, like a little Wayne said, like, you know, I text, I, I seen 50, I texted 50 via text because I don't know. It's too much. Next it goes over your head too much. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like too much for me. Like, like it's, it's like just, Wayne, we go in here back some old Wayne tracks, like, uh, that went over my head at the time. Yeah, at the time yeah. you probably didn't you probably didn't get it at first, but now as I just you get agree. older, you're like, I'm oh, sorry. that's the one thing that I feel like me and Darnell were like, <laughs> we're, we're like with him for Eminem. It's like for me sometimes with Lil Wayne. Like as a kid, it went over my head. As an adult, I go back and I'm like, oh my god, that's just you know. What I mean, for me personally, that's how I feel about Lil Wayne. But that's another we we talk about that. Yeah, later. that's a whole we'll other thing. together head to head. But that's me and that's... have like a debate on <laughs> Eminem. <laughs> For real, nah, but that's just that's just my whole judged. clarification. <laughs> just just for the record. I mean, it's just nah, that's cool. That's I ain't got nothing more to say about that. But is this one of those uh, yeah. tracks you skip? Um you can't skip yeah, after Eminem. After I hear Eminem, I'm just like, all right, skip. Um, skip, dude. skip. As soon as he says ready, skip. <laughs> yeah, I'm on like uh, skip Bailey. Skip. Hey, skip. Skip. Hey, skip. Hey, skip. Hey, skip. skip. <laughs> I'm dead, man. We gotta, we gotta put that. Uh, I gotta put that uh, on right here. So when we talk about albums, but like this is a skill, and then put Skip. the <laughs> put the Skip. put the thing on there. Skill. Nah, but uh, we're going to track number five. Uh, we got rare. Ooh. Um, I think this is like I the really biggest record people talked about. To me, I didn't really write that much on it, bec- but like as far as like I didn't really feel like I had much to write about it. Um, but I liked the song a lot. Um, to me, the fire, the beat, the beat was crazy. Uh, they like that. Got over three million Spotify spins, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. This one? This, the beat. The, yeah, right the now, yeah, I mean, it's definitely. It's, yeah, it's definitely one of those commercial. Like, the production. One of the, like as far as like for this album, this is probably the one that's gonna be like everywhere. You know what I mean? Um, uh, the the and it was fire. The beat switch was crazy to me. Um, and I like both beats. I like the first one a lot, but to me, I like the second beat like the most. Like that yeah. second beat to me was, like, it was just on point. Like I. But uh, that's pretty much all I had. Down. I didn't really write anything else down for it because uh, I mean the song is huge. So I didn't really have much to say. But what about how you guys feel about that? About this, I thought it was a dope track, and yeah, I really like the the beat switch. I always like songs when they have an actual dope you know beat switch. Yeah. I thought you know this one blended right, and um, 
Yeah, I thought I thought it was a dope track. Um, I was trying to think of a line that you said on there, man. Um, I can't find it on this damn rap genius though. But darn, oh, you can you say what you want to say, man. Oh, okay, <laughs> while you look for it, no, go ahead. Um, so yeah, now nah, this is like, so this is one of like everybody's favorite track. I think I start to see. Um, I think I saw like problem. Um, the LA rapper problem. He uh posted it on his Instagram. Was kind of vibing to it. So a lot of people was vibing to it. Um, and then like pretty much on the pretty much to summarize some of the lyrics he was saying, he was basically saying like, you know, he's different from other rappers. Um, he's he's more versatile than other people. Um, and it shows here on the album that he can he can be versatile with younger artists and older artists like in the rap game. And then like. Um, and oh yeah, one of the lines he did say was like, uh, like that he said, more money, more problems. You got to be ready for all that it brings. Um, that's very true in the world. Like when you start getting more money, just make sure like you ready for what it comes. Cause like, it might be too much for you. You might, yeah, family or something. You might blow it too quick. You might go crazy with it. It's just, you never know. But, um, I mean, yeah, it just. I think pretty much this track kind of told people from Nas that uh, he's very versatile. Um, that's in a, a way. Yeah, this is kind of a fact. You, you find it, Caleb? Um, no, I didn't find it. I need to read through it. <laughs> he said, I need to <laughs> read through it. We'll get past it, though. <laughs> no big deal. Uh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dope track. We got track number six. YKTV, which is what you know the vibes. You know the um, vibes. Yeah, uh featuring A Boogie with the hoodie and YG. Once hey, again, Boogie. I don't know what yeah, this is that track before. was like I didn't expect yeah. A Boogie Bro, YG. The track list was like, whoa. A Boogie yeah, and YG. Like I said, I know for sure, I know for sure YG is is a hit boy kind of you know influence. Yeah, hit boy from studio LA, West Coast. So this is like a yeah, West you know, Coast. Um, no, and, and, a and, and, and to be honest, when I first was listening to this, I I, I thought to myself like, this just seems like the, the skip button we were talking about. But I, the more that I listened to it, I actually kind of started liking it more. Uh, uh, the more listens, he crazy, started right? to it, like it's it. Funny because it's kind of funny at first I'm like, this is, doesn't sound right, man. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> kind of grown on me the more uh, I listen to it. That, yeah, the, yeah, no, this is this, that that is actually that is true. I personally like this. Is actually, one of my favorite tracks on the album. Like surprisingly. I'm wow. not actually surprising because I'm actually a boogie fan. I like a boogie. Oh um, wow! I was actually surprised. I'm not a boogie fan. I was <laughs> surprised yeah, about Brian's surprised. answer. I'm really surprised. Yeah, no, no. I know Caleb's not a, that much of a boogie fan. For me, I liked a boogie, but I've been listening to him like you know since he came out. No, uh, when he so, first came uh, out, he was very great. Like, I, but he kind of. I didn't expect this to be MCK's favorite. One of his favorite. I'll tell you that. Now. I didn't really. I, mean, I didn't like, think that either. But like one of the ones you actually like. I mean, but for you. But I later in his career, one. I will go back to this one. Later in his I career, he wasn't career. dropping anything new. That was that yeah. was. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, it is what it is. But uh, <laughs> I thought I thought the beat, man, the beat it had that bounce. You know, what I mean, like you always got to have one of those beats from Hit Boy. It's got that bounce. Um, it was a smooth. Um, I like when Nas was saying, you know, uh, like imagine Lil Uzi on a Primo beat. Imagine Nas on a Migo beat. Uh, you know, basically talking about, you know, Nas, no one really wants to hear the Lil Uzi on the Primo beat anyways, but I understand what he was saying. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, Nas and Hit Boy, you know, that's the old, bringing the old and the new school together. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, it's like, that's you know, right. imagine if that's it was, what I was saying, that he's able to uh, adapt to this new sound compared to exactly. what he started off rapping at. Like, you know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. When you said that, I was like, ah, like, because I, I had that written down on this. So or this like, one. Man, 
yeah uh yeah but then i like how we said you know my fo- my photo the jordan logo of this rap shit like you know what i mean every time if you see Nas, you know what i mean it's like that's like jordan and the you know like um i mean some can agree some might disagree you know i, I personally think that might be jay-z but you know Nas is up there too you know what i mean but um yeah. uh well, how do you feel about no go ahead Oh yeah, I'm about to get right to that. I'm about to wrap it up right here. Um, I think Nas did his thing on his beat, but same thing like the EPMD one. I think this was more for the features to shine because the beat was a little. It was more catered to guys like A Boogie and YG. Nas could still do his thing, like he said, like he can adapt to it and do his thing on it. Uh, but A Boogie, man, like his verse was his verse was dope. The melody. Um, I thought it was just, I, it fit this beat perfectly. I felt like his verse was the best to me, just be, like not as far as lyrically or anything he was saying. Just hit fit the beat, you know what I mean, with his voice. Yeah. Um. And YG, you know, same thing. Like, uh, they understood the assignment, gave him. Yeah, you know, it sounded like a, YG did this thing, you know. Yeah, so. it sounded like a track they could be on, you know. Yeah, facts. Well, how'd you feel about Djibouti Dubs? Djibouti Dubs. Djibouti Dubs. With the sample in the interludes. With the oh. white guys. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't catch oh, it. I was like, oh, I don't know who it is. Yeah. I think it's like a comedian or some shit. I looked. Oh, Jay. Oh, that's what uh, the name of the person is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he has like the white guy speaking or whatever. That was speaking. Oh, yeah. is that the is that the guy that's be on like the paid programs selling stuff? Why well, no? I think he's like I a comedian, like an internet comedian. Yeah. No, he's a, no, he's a motivational speaker. Is he? Oh, that's, yeah. That's he's one of those. He's like one of those that talks about selling like holy water and all that. Like the. Oh yeah, you're right. He's a, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. But no, but I think he he's a voiceover for like Billy Mays commercials or like comedic like YouTube videos. I've seen them. So that okay, yeah, really that good. part I don't know, but the other part I do know. <laughs> I don't know that part. <laughs> I don't know that he was just a motivational speaker, but um, no, I don't. I don't remember actually. I didn't really catch that on this track. Well, for me, like, I mean, the track, the track. I mean, basically, the track is cool. Um, it's not one of my favorites, of course. Uh, just not. Said, of um, course. <laughs> but I say, of you course. <laughs> Maybe it's nah, but, like, but it ain't our favorite. Nah, but it's like, I mean, the features is cool. I mean, it's just the track didn't do nothing for me, but I like the track for itself. Like, it didn't do anything for me. It's like, you know, it wasn't meaningful for me. I didn't, I didn't get anything out of it. But, um, no, nah, I mean, YG, it's just like, I think, pretty much to go off what you guys said like it was pretty much like a, a track to them. yeah it's kind of a track for the features to shine pretty much like give them the track and boogie did his thing and you know yg you hear his name sometimes i mean he just dropped like uh uh caleb's favorite project the, the one with mozzie so oh, community um, service yeah, so that one, yeah, that one, it's like you don't really hear YG's name right. too much. Um, he's kind of he's kind of working towards his clothing line more, um, and now he has a pair of shoes. So yeah. he's doing other things with his own money. Oh, yeah, the block runners. <laughs> yeah, the block runners. So I mean, we talked about that but, on, the, on the episodes. Caleb missed yeah, that episode actually. <laughs> I can't remember yeah, Caleb oh, he missed that one. Yeah, that was yeah, one I don't he missed. Was, yeah. With the little X shoes, yeah, we're talking about. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the same that was a, shoes yeah, that was a, it was the same exact episode. That's hilarious. But anyways, <laughs> Caleb, man, what, what uh, you weren't really yeah. feeling this one, or it just, yeah. it just not a closure? Uh, it's growing, it's growing yeah. on to me, man. I'm listening to it right now on my earpod. If you can't see it, um, I oh, thought the album uh, playing. It's it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's grown more on to me. More I listen to it. Like at first, like the first night when it came out, I was like, 
And I wasn't expecting this, you know, like especially just how the beat started and then you had you know the, the Djibouti dubs uh, sample or whatever. Yeah, on the yeah, intro. So <laughs> I was like, this like this sound weird. Like this doesn't sound like a Nas track, you know. And uh but the more I listen to it, like it's actually pretty dope. Especially as the, the track actually the beat actually hits. Um yeah. you know, but hey Boogie, I don't give a fuck. I mean, I don't think he did bad on the track, I just don't give a fuck about him. But um <laughs> oh, yeah, I, you know, I still thought it was a dope Damn. track though. I thought it was a dope track. Damn, like, it's not a skip for me. So. Ruthless. It's not it's not a skip for me. On uh on that note, uh track number seven, store run. <laughs> yeah, we're about to show a run out of here. We're not talking about any boogie anymore. Yeah, we're about to, we're about, to, uh, we're about, to run, about to run away from that track and go on to the uh, but yeah, track number seven. Um to me, this is when I, I like I think what Caleb what you were saying earlier with the other tracks, you know, like how Nas can adapt. Like that 40 side was one of the ones that were a little bit like that probably could fit on the other album. You know, um, I think track number seven is when the album went to that next level of where it sounded like a Nas. You know what I mean? Like a, yeah, it felt yeah. more like a Nas. I'm starting yes. with this track. Um, I thought this beat was smooth. Yeah, yeah. Super. Oh, super it's dope. one of my favorite uh, productions. I agree. And uh, Hit Boy, man, he just been in his bag, like with the, with the sample, um, the beat was really smooth. Um, and just pretty much Nas reminiscing on the old days, uh, being in the studio. You know, on the streets with his crew. You know, pretty much seeing how far he came. Um, I thought that I thought I just thought it was dope. Also talking about kind of you know newer artists and stuff like that. Send them, you know, got to send them on a store run. Like, oh, I should send them on a store run. So that was I thought I thought it was a dope track, um, and kind of brought in brought in the next vibe of the album, or for the next I guess last half of the album, second half of the album. But how'd you guys feel about this one? I thought it was a dope track. Especially in the ver- the first verse, when you said uh, on the second verse, he was like, "Yo, as I'm looking at the New York skyline, reminiscing on nighttime, whatever." Um, the rest don't matter. I was just thinking, like, uh, yeah, when I went to New York, man, it just felt like that vibe. When I was thinking of it, it's just like you know, being in New York City. You know, you have the lights, you have the Painted downtown. The you know, it's just a different type of vibe. He was painting, that, uh, he was painting that picture for you. Just so like you're reminiscing, yeah. also, just like Nas was in the trip. Re- reminiscing <laughs> being in New York. I went a couple years ago. Uh, yeah, I loved it out there, man. Yeah, but straight flex on um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a, a dope experience. I want to go back and uh, I don't know. It just had me, you know, hearing that, hearing the beat ride, you know, I thought it was, like, you know, a dope track and uh, a dope vibe to it. Uh, that's what's up. Yeah, we got to uh, take a trip to New York. Uh, what about you, Darnell? How'd you feel? Yeah, about this? nah, um, nah, for real. New York, New York. Yeah, I definitely want to go there soon. Uh, for the vibes, I definitely like East Coast music, um, as well. But, um, yeah, no, nah, I like the production. One of my favorite productions off the project from from the starting from this track and pretty much the second half of that uh project. Um I'll tell you why I liked it a lot more in all the other tracks. There's a reason why. But um for this one, now the track was good for the production. Um oh yeah, and then Nas was uh he was saying like rest in peace to all the artists I think of this year that lost their life to overdose, uh drugs and stuff. He was shouting out a lot of people's names. Um on uh, here. I think it was yeah, um, uh uh Ecstasy from Houdini and yeah, DMX, DMX uh, Mark Prince, D, uh, and Shaq Shaq G, G, yeah. Um and that's a big that's a big statement because a lot of uh in the music like well in the world as well, but in the music industry, like the people we like listening to and things like that, they kind of losing their lives over, uh, you know, over drugs, which can really deteriorate from their life, um, which sucks. Um, but, um, 
and then uh pretty much Nas was saying like um oh yeah people like you know people should use their potential a lot more you know don't kind of waste your talent he was saying like pretty much you know you should just live if you got a talent go for it you know don't mm. don't kind of give second thoughts about not going for it you know life is too short to not go for things you don't want to you want to do but you're scared to do you know you know we all going to fail eventually in life like yeah, we all feel you know we're not always gonna be great, but we can always be great if we just keep sticking to uh anything in life. You know, just just like our podcast, we very consistent. Preach. To, <laughs> but I mean, it's now we very consistent right now, man. Yeah, now we very consistent with our podcast than all the other ones. Like we haven't did a whole year yet, but I mean, when we go for next year, I mean we'll have a list of all the projects. Like it'll it'll be a lot better. It's just it's yeah. just consistency. That's it. Yeah, man, growth and for sure by next year the growth and all that will be up. Thanks. Now it's got us reminiscing on a on our old podcast episodes. But we're going to track number eight. Uh we got moments. This is a dope track too. Oh, my favorite favorite track. I I really liked how you started off on this track, you know, mentioning about Muhammad Ali and then you know, um, what's it called? Going into uh, what do you say? Just talking about his whole career, staring, uh, staring away from features, and then you know it's the perfect time to embrace the new leaders. And you saw that putting on, you know, little baby on. I mean, it's not really a feature, but you know, you put little baby on your album. You got, I guess, a boogie and YG. I don't know if they're uh, new leaders, but you know, they still new hip hop artists. Um, yeah. So I thought, you know, being able to, you know. Kind of branch out and open. Yeah, branch out because you, you're an OG in the game. Yeah, you're an OG yeah. in the game at this point. And then, um, you know, can, I thought that. I I Go ahead, man. It reminds me of kind of um, what J. Cole said, you know, I mean, about not doing features and kind of missing opportunities on certain artists, like 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 when Nipsey passed, you know, and things like that, where he started yeah. doing more features because of that. Um, but kind of reminded me of that a little bit, just with Nas opening himself up to do. You know, I yeah. need to start doing features with you know newer, newer with newer, just new talent, new talent that's coming to the game. So, yeah, I just want to add, also add that also thought the the chorus matched the the instrumental, especially when it hit the beat the the beat hit. Talking about like you know all the shit you said, but... taking your first win, <laughs> all the stuff you said. He don't even talk about it. It's Being too a much. Virgin, say, it's uh, too much man, stuff. You gotta listen to the album, man. I'm not gonna, you, know, you gotta yeah. listen to the track. Yeah, you hear the album, you hear the track. Get... You know what I'm talking about. They're just a review. You, like, if you're watching this or gonna watch this, you're gonna be listening to the album. You should know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's no, nah, it's very cool. Um, yeah, oh, man, Brian, you want to go? Or Brian, yeah, you go? I'll, yeah, I'll go. Um, I think this and Store Run went hand in hand. Like, it was the perfect track to come right after that because it. it I feel like it kind of went on to reminiscing as well. Like, you know, a lot of stuff he was talking about. Uh, and, and kind of talking about uh you know people he wish he was able to meet like you know you like you said Muhammad Ali um and I know he mentioned someone else at the end I didn't I didn't write it down um I believe uh so uh, damn what's her name I don't know I forgot but um uh then he was talking about you know t- just first times you know what I mean those moments like uh you know when he was talking about traveling in the in the last verse um hearing certain artists like when he heard biz markey's uh you know uh this biz markey song uh, that he mentioned in the other verse as well um and pretty much just moments you can't relive you know what i mean um 
to enjoy pretty much to enjoy those moments you know because you can't relive that you know you can't really relive that like he like goes on with the chorus you know what i mean like taking your first swim you know what i mean like being a virgin it's like once you do that for the first time you just can't relive it because you've already you you know you you've done it now um yeah, so just to enjoy, yeah um even like the first time we you know we did our, our the first time we ever did our podcast you know episode one it's like we can't relive that because now we're in it but it's just that moment it's like damn we you know we did this like yeah so that was dope um and yeah, that's pretty much what I have written down. I thought it was just, I think the story running moments were just a perfect back to back track. Like, you know, and yeah. then as soon as it goes to the next, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, they go the, hand next hand track, hand. the next track was really dope. Yeah. 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 I just, I'll keep it short. Uh, you guys tackled on a lot of stuff on that one. But um, no, nah, it's like my top favorite track, easily. Um, um, the people out there that's watching this shit, go listen to it on your own time and you'll kind of understand why it's everybody's favorite track in the room. Just, um, I mean, it's kind of like a poetic song. Everybody can kind of relate to it in a way. I mean, he was basically saying there's a lot of moments you can't relive, like far as, um, you know, moving in your first apartment, having a kid. Um, everybody, in, you know, in this group, in this world is going to have a moment in their life when they're when they get their first car, their first apartment, things like that. So um, that's why when we do anniversaries on our own first podcast. On an airplane. Like, yeah, on an airplane. The, like, yeah, got like, to enjoy those moments so you don't, you know what I mean? Don't yeah, there's, pass, there's, like, everybody has a moment every year. There's a moment every year we, we share and we take thanks to. Um, that's why when we do our podcast, we do all the, you know, anniversary for all the albums. So it's like those yeah, albums... Yeah. When we played them at the time, we were this age, but, you know, we remember those times when we played it. So it's kind of like one of those things. But, um, yeah, it's one of my favorite tracks. That's real. Um, now, track number nine, probably probably this, probably uh, b- between this and EPMD, one of the most anticipated tracks um, was Nobody featuring Miss Lauren Hill. Um, and I think. This was uh, it's like when you as soon as you've seen the track list, like when he dropped the track list, you're like, oh, you know, what I mean, I can't I, I got it. You know, I can't wait. To check out that like just, track. Yeah. Like that was like I was like, bro, I want to track skip so bad. <laughs> yeah. Like when when the album first came out, I was like, I don't should I just listen to this first. But I was like, you know, let me listen to the album and then I'll get to it, you know. But um, it, it's like I talked about this on the other episode where I was like, man, like I wish like we could get. Like, a, like, like, just give, give us something else, Lauren Hill. Like, just a three-track EP, just one more song, something. But you know, with this verse, if she didn't make any music again or just didn't want to, or whatever, I'm okay with it because this verse, like, was super, like, but the verse was that verse was crazy. Um, I'll get into that though. Um, you know, it was a deep track. You know, being as big as they are, just wanting to get away um to a place where they could just be nobody you know what i mean um i could not in the first verse when i was talking about if Chappelle moved to ghana to find his peace then i'm rolling uh where the service always roaming i'm packing my bag and uh, packing my bags and going um then he went on to talk about you know wherever he moved you know they always find his house and i'm like some tmz people and all the people who be thinking paparazzi just mobbing knowing where people live you know what i mean um so that i was dope i like how he just brought out you know brought up Chappelle. it's like Cause people try to deem him as crazy, but you know, Chappelle 
move, you know, just to find some peace. It's like, like just to get away yeah. from everything, you know. What I mean? Especially yeah. when you're in the limelight and you got all the attention on you, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you gotta understand, like us average people, we can just go and do whatever the fuck we want, but you know. Yeah. These celebrities, they got cameras in their faces, people running Dude. up to them every day of um, the week. You know, you just yeah. want to sometimes you just want to be left alone. You know? that's yeah, why, and, yeah, and that's the and that's the main thing I think in the second verse. Um, he said the concept of the song is rather esoteric, and that is pretty much just real because we people like us, we truly can't understand that. Like we we could we like we can know like oh damn it must be hard, but we but. You know, I mean, not uh, not everyone when like only people in his position, like someone like Lauren Hill, someone like a Chappelle, you know, someone who's on that status will understand uh, the concept of this song a lot more deeper than the than the average person who's not a celebrity. You know what I mean? Or who's not um, who doesn't have that that status. Um, then he said, uh, where is it? Oh, um, that's a picture right there. Oh, yeah. When he said that's a picture right there, a moment in time before anybody wanted a photo of mine, before the internet energy and social decline destroyed the vibe, fullness, fullness, fullness us with the headlines, uh, keeping us blind, vultures eat you alive. Um, and then he said, wishing, you know, just w- pretty much, you know, with the whole social media age coming in and then finally mm-hmm. uh, people, you know, wanting to take pictures with him, things like this and kind of just, just the media, you know, just messing up headlines, you know. If some, he might say something, and they just take a they are misconstrue. Yeah, anything yeah, he book, says, yeah, anything in the media. Yeah, so I thought that was dope. And then I wanted to talk about a lot of it, Lauren Hill's verse. I thought she bodied it. Um, like she came in like she, you know, like she never missed a step. Like it was just right back to right back to business. Like hopped in the booth. Like she never, you know, like like she was not like she'd been putting out albums for years you know what i mean um her verse was just full of quotables i felt like i could i didn't really write i didn't want to write anything down because i felt like i would have just ended up damn near writing her whole entire verse because it was so much that she that she was talking about you know what i mean um but yeah you got you got i'll let you i'll let you guys uh speak on that a little bit too so um you know uh I liked every verse on this track. I liked the production. I liked that Lauren Hill feature. You know, um, you know, one quote from the first verse is saying, um, Sunny LA, remember calls with Dr. Dre. You told me don't let the palm trees fool you. Be safe. Well, a word I can't say and be safe. Um, yeah, think about it, man. A lot of people that have never been to California never don't know anything about out here. It's not everything you see on the internet. It's not just palm trees. You know, you got the. You, and yeah. you got the street violence, not even the street violence. You got the, you know, not even, at this point, it's not even the street violence. You got homeless everywhere. Like, you know, and I always say this, man, Hollywood is never, it's not what it seems like on TV, man. Yeah. Hollywood yeah. is nothing near what it's painted to be on, on, on TV. You know, you got homeless people everywhere. You got crackheads, you got dirt, dirt you know, trash everywhere. Like, you know, you know, the, the television always wants to promote like oh hollywood like you know you know you got american idol motherfucker saying like i'm going to hollywood like (laughs) you ain't going to the fucking you ain't going to the dirty part of hollywood i mean the you know it has nice parts like in the hills but like you go in the where you know you go you go central hollywood you go go central is really bad it's just like it ain't so bright and sunny man it's kind of dark you look at it's kind of dark out there man yeah don't let the sunshine and the palm trees fool you and i thought that was you know a dope thing you know, 
obviously Dr. Dre knows the fuck he's talking about. He's telling Nas to be safe and not let it fool you because yeah, it's not always what it seems to be. It's not always yeah, it's you know, not cracked not up California in general, man. Like you no know, people think San Diego's because we're from San Diego, everyone thinks San Diego's a it's a tourist destination. You think it's all beaches and palm trees, but you go down the wrong you go down the wrong street, man. Ain't the ain't so great. And you're gonna get caught up in some shit, depending on where you're at and what time of the day it is and you know, it ain't just <laughs> you know. Not just yeah. palm trees and sunshine, man. It's just, <laughs> I mean, it's everywhere. But like, you know, don't let the the media and the and the TV fool you about California in general. Yeah. And then, um, I thought, um, I, 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 I don't know. This is random. I like the the first couple lines in the second verse when he's talking about uh, baguettes going to Paris. And, you know, talking about, um, you know, where, where baguettes from. Yeah, he's talking about not just the bread, not just the bread, but he's talking about the rectangular carrots. You know, I, I, that's kind of yeah. vibe and type of mood I'm on. Like, you know. Obviously, I would like me some baguettes in Paris. I want some bread, but I also want me some, you know, some nice baguettes <laughs> also, you know, some nice facts, you know, some nice jewelry yeah. on me as well. Yeah, the plan but, was um, fire. Yeah, I thought that was a, a dope play of words right there. And, um, yeah, Lauren Hill, she did her thing. You know, we don't hear Lauren Hill anymore like that. So to be able to get Lauren Hill on a, on a track in two, 2021, yeah, like, that's like only, only someone like Nas can do that. And arguably, she might have had the best verse of 2021. I'm gonna just say it now. She did her thing, man. She, she ain't even got to like, drop that verse. She got layered, bro. Like that verse this whole track is, layered, is just dope. Like, it's, no, it's track. No, the whole like, track. verse isn't like legit incredible. Like I'm, like I said, I couldn't write. I didn't because you know how it is. We were talking about this early before we went live. Like you know, we write down lines and stuff like this, but certain verses it's hard to write down lines because if I do. It's yeah, like, right, the whole like a thing. verse like this is too much. A verse like this <laughs> yeah, is right, too much. Yeah, you know? at that point. Yeah, when she's like my bring rareness. Bring up one thing, like, you gotta bring up the next. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, when she's like my rareness, uh, like Keanu in the Matrix, I'm saving souls and y'all complaining about my lateness. Like, uh, when she's talking about all this time, been focusing on my freedom now, uh, why would I join them now? Or join them now if I could beat them now? You know what I mean? Like, just, you know, talking about, you know, the people were greedy, you know, the sport, and why she's out here, you know, trying to work on our freedom and, and and save you know save other people around and things like that it's like just just talking about the entire the, just the world damn near i mean like it's, it's i don't know man that the verse is super layered and i feel like we could go on for uh, you could spend <laughs> an over hours on that nah. verse alone you know what i mean yeah, yeah. no i'll just uh i'll just share that you know now nah, i love the track um I love the second half of the album. I keep saying it for the next couple of tracks because pretty much from here and from down, I like every track pretty much. Yeah. Um, um, I really got nothing else to say. You guys pretty much tackled it on. Um, basically, uh, production was great. Lauren Hill did her thing. Um, I just want to ask one question. I don't know why does Lauren Hill be late to concerts? I think somebody told me that it's because – she got caught up in the fame, and she just she doesn't mind being late. I don't know what do you guys think. Um, I'm not sure. I don't really know too much about that. Like, I don't, I don't really be going to concerts things like that. So I don't really look into other people's uh shows and stuff like that. But I mean, she said she's you know, she's saving souls. Like, you know, she's she's you know busy focused on other people, you know, in her life and things like that. And and she's like, y'all worry about me being late, but what about? the people that need me you know what i mean like where my where you know if it's you yeah, know organizations or yeah or everything it's, you know she might be things a, a part of programs and certain things that she's really saving people's lives and y'all worried about me being late to a show what you know what i mean what matters what, what what matters more like talk about you know they're not talking about that stuff but they want to talk it's probably put her through the media and be like 
uh, Lauren Hill is unprofessional. She's always late to her shows, like, which I, I can understand, but it's like, bro, like, where's the, you know, the headlines for, you know, Lauren Hill, you know, doing this and doing that, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, they kind of pick and choose of what to talk about, like, like, uh, oh, shoot. Oh, damn, my freaking whole thing is falling down. But anyways, um, <laughs> kind of like what Nas was saying about the headlines and stuff, you know, they always misconstrue Yeah, media pick and choose what to, what to yeah. talk about. Whatever's going to get them clicks, man. That's everything, man. And a lot of people buy into it, and that's how a lot of people think is based off other people's thoughts. Like, they don't even know the facts or don't know what the fuck's really going on. or And that's a social media fault. I'm gonna just go into the next track. Yeah, but track number 10, we got No Phony Love featuring Charlie Wilson. Y'all could oh, yeah. start off with this, this one. This about that relationships. Yeah, this is a dope vibe, dope production. Uh, no, like uh, Charlie Wilson always does this thing on features, man. Underrated. He is that Ooh. weed, man. That's how you know it's some vibe right coming, man. Like vibe, vibes, always okay. a vibe with them. We're back. Let's go. You said the thing, man. Do you not hear anything we just said right now, or what? Yeah, I heard everything. I was okay. just fixing this. Charlie Wilson does his things on features, man. Yeah, I mean, this one was pretty cool. I mean, I didn't really. What did I write on here? I mean, it's just about relationships and things like that. Uh, you know, I think uh, it was. I don't really got too much of a line here, but you know, oh, he said you're perfect, but I might just be married to music. Um, it all depends oh, on. Yeah. I had that. Um, oh yeah, no, nah, there was a. Oh yeah, there the was a line. Right now, yeah. yeah, yeah, like no, nah, there was a whole line. Basically, he was saying like, if you don't put too much effort in a relationship, it won't, it will fail. Like it won't be up there. So the communication ain't there, and you're more thinking about music than the other yeah. person. Um, and then it, it's might it might not work out. Basically, so. Um. Oh, and I like just the just the the intro of the track. He basically said, um. Oh, he's scared like a buck fifty birdie in above the rim. I was like, dang, like birdie from above the rim, like Tupac. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's one of my favorite like movies. I used to play all the time. Like, favorite. That's a classic. It's like classic, you know, when Tupac was, you know, doing movies and stuff. But um, yeah, yeah I ain't got too much to say after that. You guys can go. Um, I'll touch on it then. Um, yeah, this was one of my. This is actually one of my favorite beats on the album. Yeah, I thought um, the beat like was the, really dope. Yeah, the background vocals as well um, with Charlie Wilson in the chorus also. Um, I thought it was dope in the chorus, you know, no phony love, if only love guaranteed trust. It's like, you know what I mean? Because, you, you know, you could fall in love with, you know, whoever you, you know, girl, but it don't always guarantee trust, you know what I mean? So only if that was just, if that was like something that was just added on. It's like, uh, you know, so that I thought that was dope. Um, and then in the second verse, touch on I, I liked actually the second verse it was like a pause kind of like in the beat and then you know when he says she uh she wanted me very exclusive and i was just like well, as soon as it, like, it just dropped like i thought the second verse was crazy um just the way he like hit boy structured the beat um and nas came in on it was dope um but yeah to touch on what darnell said when uh he said she want me very exclusive relationships bound to fail when you barely into it stupid of me continuously i leave it to ruins um you perfect, but I might just be married to music. So that was pretty much the re- uh, the beginning of what the line that Darnell was saying. Yeah, what I was trying to say. Um, yeah, which I thought, which I which I thought was super real because it's true. It's like you know, sometimes you might be, you know, whatever your cra- uh, whatever your passion is, you might be overly passionate into into something that 
you feel like you're more married to that and paying more attention to that where you know you you're not into your actual relationship with your significant other as much as you should be um you know putting more effort into um i and i thought just that the first and second verse was was very good together you know the ups and downs of relationships um you know what he wants in a relationship and also the things he could do better like you know speaking in that so um thought it was a very dope track um and i think the beat just tops it off like it's one of the best beats on here i agree going on to the next one yeah we're going on to the next one man i'm sure uh track number 11 got brunch on sundays featuring blast hey, brunch. Brunch, this was brunch another on one uh I don't have that much written, so I'll just finish this off. Um, yeah. That was a dope I thought this was another, yeah, I thought this was another one with the fire beat. Same thing, kind of like with Charlie Wilson, you know, blast with the vocals. Um, you you know blast I mean? he, yeah, he did his like really good. Um, the background vocals is real, very dope. I had a good vibe to it. Um, this is one of those tracks where I felt like it just like that's that's really what it was, the vibe. Like it was just a good, enjoyable song to listen to. This is one of the songs I I hope um they actually make a music video too. I'm, yeah, I'm, be yeah, something. Unless they, are, yeah. unless they already have, I don't know. But uh, I can see him like smoking a cigar. You know, fucking yeah, yeah. Glass. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, he was talking about you know the girl smoking. You know, just a bunch of fine women. You know, just <laughs> just in the music video with it, like you said. Like I think that's just uh, like you got pool in the yeah. background and you got a view. Yeah. And, you know, just enjoy a cigar lit with a with a glass yeah. of where the fuck you sipping on Don Julio or whatever it is. Yeah, no, I, think yeah. I think that i think should make a music video this track like yeah like it would just be an enjoyable one so um, yeah. And it, yeah and it was a dope track i really liked it i thought you know hit boy doing his thing man that boy's always doing his thing these days yeah, i thought <laughs> i thought it was a dope vibe like i added it to my my 2021 summer playlist man so go check that out Ooh, on spotify you can click the link dope. in our link tree um yeah, it's uh, yeah, it one of those plug. things you can just ride to. Like, it's also a track where I could feel like I could just have the, the windows down. If I had a, a convertible, I could just have the top, you know, the roof missing, just you know, driving down the interstate on a, on yeah, a sunny this day. Is one of those. This is one of those for sure. Yeah, this what is about you, Darnell? Yeah. How'd you feel about Dope that? Vibe to it? Yeah, no, nah, this is a uh, brunch on Sunday. It's like, uh, you know, I went to church this morning, so it's like you, you, uh, you eating uh, bread, you giving thanks. You know, what you seeing at the church? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went to church this morning. Man, the Panther game was on at ten. So when did you get out? Uh, I got out about like twelve. Shame on you. Bro. <laughs> that's like that's, that's normal. Good for you. Yeah, like, you know, that's normal. Panther game. Hey, if you me, go man. to church, you wear a like Panther game bro. with me, man. What the hell? You no, promise? I'm, re- I'm praising the Lord, man. Count you promise to watch the Panther game with me, man? Okay, he hey, he's, he's, he's making sure that none of those players get injured on your team, man. Yeah, he probably got hurt. So his prayers and do shit. Nah, but uh. Nah, nah, just to close up the, this track, though, nah, I like, um, first of all, I like Blast as a person, as a record, yeah, uh, you know, musical record, like, he good, he's good, um, he's definitely blowing up in the in the music industry, basically, the flow was good, the beat's good, um, yeah, it's like, uh, pretty much, you know, pretty much a grind record, you know, you eating good with your family and count your blessings. Facts, definitely count your blessings, um. Go on track number 12, Count Me In. Um, and once again, Hit Boy just going in on all these beats. Um, I had what I have right written down. Okay, so I believe it was Nas in the second verse. Um, when he said, Ain't worried about none of them, they believe how I believe, suffering from the symptoms of King's disease. Um, can't let the bright lights go to your head. 
Um, and then, oh yeah, then he said, I'll watch my day ones go to the feds. Fifth ad, they snatch your bags with the double C's. They're itching, uh, they're itching to up and squeeze. Shit is not a hundred till a nigga see a hundred B's. Seen ego and greed take over and kill a hundred kings. I thought this was a dope track as far as, you know, with the whole king's disease, you know, gluttony and, and greed and things like that. But also kind of talking about, you know, pride. I, I know that's a big, you know, with the seven deadly sins and stuff like that. Like that's a big like ego and pride like that, that like really made a lot of people lose their lives when they didn't have to without even thinking about that. Like it's such a deep concept, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. but, and, you know, seeing a lot of people, let, uh, you know, being uh, just the, let the degree get to you, especially with a lot of people um, in the industry and things like that. Like he's talking about, you know, seeing a lot of people, you know, like start getting greedy. And, you know, once you start following Satan and things like that, and it's like he start like I know he mentioned that. I don't know if it was specifically the song, but I know he mentioned that in one of the songs um, and, you know, seeing a lot of people uh, kind of go that route and just tear them apart basically and even people in the streets from a from a uh you know from the higher ups to just a street level now once you let that ego get to you um and, and to that agree but it's like that really like you a lot of people die based off just from There's a lot of motherfuckers that got agreed and, yeah, you know, and, even, and even just your pride like someone do something to you or whatever and like yeah. or you know your girl or some dude you know, hits your girl, or whatever, and you're just like, man, you can't pitch your pride to the side, and you're like, you know, you got to exact revenge, or you got to get back. It's like, bro, when you could have just let it go, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's just better to, this goes for everyone, This is sometimes it's just better to let go before you make a fatal mistake, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, is it really that serious, you know? Yeah. You know to what take I mean? it that Yeah. So, that's just real, man. So, uh, so I, I like this song just from just from that aspect, um, and the concept of it, of what Nas was talking about in this in this track, but yeah, he pretty much summed up, you know, everything about it. I thought that was yeah, um, damn near right. Deep meaning, <laughs> deep yeah, to it. he pretty much did. Yeah, deep deep meaning to it. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, just talking I mean, about the pride and greed, uh, you know, the people in the music industry and and pretty much in life, you know, people could be yeah. trying to be greedy off your um, off your success, and that turns into jealousy, and then. You know, that turns into haters and all that. So that's pretty much it on this record. Mm-hmm. I agree. Nice. Uh, all right, we're going to track number 13. We got Composure featuring Hit Boy himself. Um, Not just produce, man. You got a Hit Boy feature on this bitch. Hit Boy, he flowing on his mug. He was flowing. He was rapping hard. Bro. And to me, he had the better. He, he had the better. He actually had the better verse, in my opinion. He body the track. That's all I'm saying. He, he, body, he had body. In my opinion, but that's not what it's about. It's not about competition. It's just he's supposed to shine on it. You know what I mean? He had one verse on the song. He better have a better verse. You know what I mean? That's how oh, I yeah. look at it. Like nah. if you're gonna have that one verse, you better. It uh, was it was well I, I written, was happy, well deserved, well yeah. Well and I was actually happy about that because me and Darnell we talk about this a lot, bro. Like you know we've been fans of Hit Boy for so long and seeing his progression. Like people forget that he's one of the best rappers out. Like actually now, in my opinion, like yeah, but as a producer, we know we could do as a producer, but as a rapper, like dude could really rap like on an actual like lyrical level. Like yeah, a lot yeah. of people I don't yeah. I feel like don't give him the, the shine because he's a shine. producer, it's kinda like you know what I mean? It's kind of that Kanye thing in the beginning when Kanye could really rap, but it's like you know, he's just a producer. I feel like yeah. hip boys kind of getting nah, that level. Like people know fixed. he could rap, but I feel like they don't give him the credit mm-hmm. as a rapper. Um, so I'm happy to I'm happy that Hit Boy uh got a verse because I know he didn't get one on the last album. Of course he yeah. did the whole album, so it doesn't really matter. But 
to get a verse i'm happy yeah i was just happy to hear that he got a verse um and what i had written down was his first um from his first verse when he was talking about uh i put my soul in every song with limited support focus on the output not the outcome uh big god is my source spirit of excellence in my genetics complexities come with uh with my complexion um then he talked about you know, y'all y'all uh, y'all be too proud to do the devil's work. It's kind of going back to what I was saying in the other one, but mm. I thought that was very dope of just talking about um, you know pinning pinning us all into into music with you know with not that much support um, and just focus on you know like like for instance us it's like you know what I mean just let's not focus on the outcomes like let's just keep putting out the work and we'll get and it all end up coming back to us you know what I mean um, and then the spirit of excellence and his genetics you know what I mean just passed down from uh you know passed down from his family things like that and then the complex complexities come with my complexion to me that's a that's a fire line like just the the problems that come from just being black you know what i mean um in america and things like that like to me that line i mean hit boys verse bro is just like you could show someone that alone and just show them that without showing them that it's hit boys yeah, like, oh damn now now is now is going crazy be like you know that was hit boys verse they were like oh shit you know what i mean so it's like i hit boy this, after the hearing that verse too people got to recognize hit boy could really he, rap man he could rap produce and you put him on the first verse of that track too exactly and he, no. and he killed nah, it, like nah, you that's how you body like, that's, that's how you like, body yeah like hit that's boy you body like, he knew Talk about the excitement. Like, he understood it. Like, he's like, okay, I'm about to, I got you. I got you, Nas. he been in the studio with Nas for, you know, two years. You know, he said, like, you know, he, Man, he up, learned, you know, probably picked up. Bro, he learned so things. much. He probably learned how to write more story. Like, just, like, there's so could, much and, advice he would have gave yeah. him during that time. And then the outro, too, Um, I know with, uh, what's his name? Shaka Singor. I know he's out there. I believe he was in uh, prison for, for, like, 19 years or something like that i read and i seen like a tweet i think he pit i was i just i kind of looked him up because i didn't know about him and uh he was just saying for like being in prison for 19 years and coming out and being on a on a number one album you know and I was, i'm like man like you know i mean dope to hear that like a round of applause to him and I, the speech that he had just to keep your composure and believe in yourself at the end super deep i was like shama yeah i guess he's an author too i'm like shit i'm gonna have to go check it you know Check After that speech, I'm like, I'm gonna have to get one of them books. Man. Right. <laughs> see what, you you see what he's on. Yeah, fact. Well, that was dope, man. <laughs> this is actually one of my favorite songs. That was super, super yeah, good. one of my favorites. Oh, one of my favorites. Guys, got anything to add to it or? Nah, it's, no. every track at the end is all my favorite. Yeah, all um, my. We favorite. got two. Yeah, we got two more tracks left. Um, track fourteen, my Bible. Um, another favorite, I believe. And you know, with the beat, it had that bounce to it. Also, with the organ piano, you know, kind of like had that little church vibe to it in the background um, when he brought in the organ piano. But and it had the drums on top of it. Uh, Hit Boy, super dope. Um, this is another one that I felt like was kind of like the Lauren Hill um, verse, where I couldn't really write down specific things because it was a little, it was too much. This yeah. is to me the the like one of the deepest songs on the album. Um, yeah. And that vintage you know. I like how he started each verse as a chapter. Yeah, like, like you know, as if it was a Bible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a chapter. Like yeah, like first chapter, second chapter. Yeah, it's like a Bible. It's like a big old yeah. scripture. 
Like yeah, verses just, are like scriptures, man. That, it was like a scripture you, he just wrote. Right. Nah, the, the the production is fire. The storytelling, the 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 message. I mean, I don't think there's more I need to add to that. Play the track on your own time. You'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah, now that's a fact. Uh, I know I, I like um, Caleb. Do you have anything to add uh, to oh. it? Oh no, go ahead. All right, I just want to get you, you off your chest, man. Let you get descriptive, man. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You know, I like the deep ones. Um, get deep I just like, man, a, I, like in the, I just like in the beginning, you know, when he's talking about you know a chapter called men, and then going to the next next verse, and and also kind of like you know for men, like you know, sticking to the morals and things like that, and and, and kind of kind of straying from straying from that, and and starting do start doing, you know, just you know, different things, you know what I mean? When they could have just stuck to their morals and kind of, uh, and, and just, and just kind of, you know, just put your faith in God and just, you know, keep going with that. Um, and I really like the, uh, the last verse though. I think that was probably the most important verse was, you know I mean? The chapter called woman, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, just having, you know, like a, what oh, pretty much what a man is missing you know is a woman's intuition and you know start talking about their wisdom um you know what i mean to uh their strength you know and their power to make a house you know uh, a real home you know what i mean um just a lot of stuff that we wouldn't be able to do without them i think shout out to Nas for that um i think that was just a really dope verse to kind of end it with that you know what i mean just with women just a super huge empowerment you know what i mean uh which i feel like i'm a lot more rappers um could do you know because at the end of the day i feel like a lot of rappers are here you know you see them with their moms that like the red carpet everything but then i just heard your song where you talking about you know i mean uh doing some crazy stuff to pimping out some women or something it's like it's like bro like you over here with your mom on the red carpet but you're talking about you know i mean i just about this like yeah it's like man you know what I mean? So it's like, I feel like you, you know, if you have a mother who's really been there all for you, you shouldn't be talking about those type of things in your raps. You feel me? But, you know, who am I? That's on them. So <laughs> shout out to Nas, though. I agree. Yeah, no, that's fire. Flame. Man, it's track 14. We we one more track left, man. Yeah, and uh, track 15, thought- it's not Nas is like, it's uh, Nas is good. No, it's not life is good, it's Nas is good. Yeah, facts on that too. <laughs> but, uh, you want to start off with this one? It's the outro track, man. So, yeah, it's a dope. Out- I thought it was a dope outro track. I really like the um, instrumental to this one. You got anything to add on, Darnell? Um, I like how um, it's a great way to end the track. I mean, uh, sorry, track not meant record. Great way to end the project. I mean, just, you know, I just love this project as a whole for us, the production, bringing back that old Nas into the new Nas, into being versatile. Um, you know, it just played a whole factor. And I just like, I like the second half of the project. I think that's what made me love it. It's just the way it started at first and then pretty much the way it ended. It, it felt great. So now Nas did his thing. Yeah, um, I think starting with the intro track when he, uh, you know, talking about, you know, the pressure that was put on him, like, throughout his life, um, and then ending it with the outro like this, pretty much saying, you know, I'm good, 
even like you know because you go through life you know what i mean just pretty much just hanging in there and counting your blessings and you know life is good so it's like i i, I like how Nas started off with you know the pressure to end it off with you know i'm like you know i'm good don't don't worry Nas is good um um he dropped a lot of knowledge too um when he said uh like Rome came into Kemet and they stole the essence before they watered it down and taught us bogus lessons written in stone, write whatever in your history books. Me and ancient, uh, me and ancient Egyptian skin tone has similar looks. Then after that, it talked about traveling to Egypt and things like that. Like I thought it was just dope how, you know, they kind of stole or, or kind of, I guess you could say, try to erase the history and turn it into something else. You know what I mean? Like in our history books, th- things that we learned in public schools and things like that. It's like, yeah. You know, none of it. And then when you grow up, you're like, man, this ain't even none of this is <laughs> is real at all. You know what I mean? It's like, like, what did you know what I mean? To kind of brainwash us in a way when you think about it. Um, so I thought that was dope. Um, and, you know, pretty much saying, you know, it's written in stone, like our history is written in stone. So what's there forever? Um, you could write whatever you want in the history books. It's all, you know what I mean? So you, yeah. could, you could write whatever. We know our history is, is, is over here written in stone. So um, well, you're printing then, out bullshit. Yeah, exactly. And then the second <laughs> verse, he just said, uh, my past story full of sins, somehow I, I got a cleanse. And that just goes back to saying, you know, uh, you know, the entire album, you know, t- a lot of it, he was talking about, uh, you know, his crew and a lot of things that they were doing back in the days and this and that, you know, a lot of sins that, you know, uh, you know, n- none of us are perfect, you know, and he, you know, he's alive now and he, you know, was able to, you know, get a cleanse, I guess you could say, um, or he said, so I thought that was dope um, and just kind of, I guess you could say like, it, it just ended the album perfect to me with this, uh, with this, as far as the concepts and things he was talking about in this outro track. Um, so yeah, it was solid overall. Um, but yeah, before we, um, or before we go into the next one, do you guys want to, uh, you guys have anything else to say with the outro or move on to the last part? Because I got one more thing that I, I'm going to start adding to the album reviews. Go um, ahead, man. What are we adding? Just like the J. Cole one, I'm going to start adding these top three tracks off the album. Just out, so far. Like, you could go back to the album, you might choose something else. But what are your top three tracks as of right now? Finishing the album, doing the review, what are your top three tracks? Uh, we'll go first. You can go first. <laughs> uh. Let me see. Let me see. Let me pull up the trailer. I got it right here. Um, moments, composure. Uh, I said composure, composure. Um, composure. Yeah. It was composure. Oh, okay. I thought I was wrong. Yeah, moments. Dang, I don't. Oh, actually, no. Dang, I said moments. Nobody. In my Bible, that's the top three. Mm. That's a good three. That's a good three. What about you, Caleb? You got yours? Um, they're all mid. They're all mid. Why being on mirror is better, and I'm gonna stand by it. Um, oh. nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> nah, I think tracks nine through eleven in that order. Nine through eleven. Mm. Oh what? Nobody, no funny love and brunch on Sundays. I like it. As you, as you can see, everybody's saying the last. Yeah, yeah. I would say probably. Um, I, I would say I would say nobody. Um, my Bible, I'll probably put up there. Um, 
the last one is tough because uh, there's a lot of good songs like Store Run is good, Death Row East. Um, I'll probably just stick with those two for now. Nobody, my Bible. I, I just feel like from track number seven to 15, I'll just claim that because that, that's when it started go, going crazy. But to go back uh, to the last thing, pretty much is the rating. This is what ends it all for all of our album reviews is the rating. Um, I personally uh, feel like, well, no, no, no I'm not, I'm not, I don't know you. I'm still figuring it out. What did you guys rate the album? Anyone got theirs finished? Out of 10. Oh, yeah. By the way, we rate it out of 10 for anyone who's watching. So, 10 what? 10 stars? 10 stars. Like all of our, you know how album reviews are out of 10. What do you rate it out of 10? Nine, nine, <laughs> I give it, I give it, it 10 it, stars, 10 cookies, 10. I give it, I give it a 9 out of 10. Cookies. I give it, give it a, a 9. nine what about you, Caleb? I will give it. Uh, Darnell said nine. Yeah. Nine out of ten. No, give it a nine. I'll give it a nine point five. Ooh. <laughs> nah. <clears throat> Do I really want to give it a nine point five though? That's a, that's a, that's a, that's one out of ten. You're almost a ten. Might as well give it a ten. I want to give it a nine. I'll give it a nine. You might just. For I'll me, I gave it a. I'll give it a nine. What do you got? What are your reasonings for? I just There's maybe. I don't think it's a ten. I just. Uh, I just don't got the feeling that it'd be a ten. Maybe it's just too early. Too early. Too early. Um, we're only. We're only in August, bro. There's so many. Well, that it's just really because the album just dropped, not because of what month it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, well, my reason is it's too early to say it's a ten, and it is definitely the top albums I will listen to throughout this whole year. But given the fact that you know, I think maybe I don't know, some of the features could have been different. I don't know. Yeah, for me, my rating was a um, eight point five. Um, I personally like this album better than the first King Disease. Um, and just you know, same thing. Nas, super good storyteller, um, very descriptive because he's so good at doing the you know dropping knowledge, but also having like that luxurious lifestyle. You know, the the bars, you know, kind of painting a picture of the lifestyle. Um, and then you got Hit Boy, uh, doing his thing. Um, again, you know, what I mean, for the second time, showing why he's one of the top producers in the game, super versatile as a producer and and just a well-rounded producer can make any type of beat and make it cater to any type of artist um, that's out there. Um, but for that, I give it an eight point five um, just because I feel like. Uh, you know, I feel like I just can't really give it a crazy rating just because of, of a lot of work and Nas, Nas's body of work. Um, but yeah, I probably would have give the first King Disease like a like a seven point five, and then this one an eight point five. So such a it's to me, I feel like this is just uh tops it off. Like this is really super good album. And eight point five is a great rating anyway. So um, yeah, that's it. Man. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know, I don't know, man. That <laughs> we finished the album review. At least we got through it. Uh, it's been so long since we did album review, so some some parts were awkward because we haven't done it in so long. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Shout out to we'll Nas. Shout out to Hit Boy, uh, for doing their thing. Happy that we're able to do this review. 
Um, and definitely we'll have more reviews to come. Um, anyone that's watching, go check out our previous reviews. We had J. Cole on um, the offseason. I know we had Benny the Butcher, which was also with Hit Boy. Um, yeah, Freddie Gibbs album, uh, Nipsey, Victory Lap. Uh, we had album, and I believe those are all of our six albums that we reviewed so far. And we definitely have more to come. Um, go check out our Twitter and go with that. Go check out that giveaway, man. Make sure you subscribe so you can follow the giveaway and show us a reply, all that good stuff. Um, and just make sure you go listen to this album. It's I mean, we we got a nine, nine, and eight point five. That those type of ratings. Make sure that, that you got to listen to it now with those type of ratings. We didn't give it no six. We didn't get nothing. So that means it's worth the listen. Go check it out. Um, you guys got anything to add on? I don't know. Good, man. No. Um, just, yeah, look forward to more, um, you know, album reviews. We're going to uh, start putting out more, be more consistent. You know, we got a, a couple of uh, big albums coming up, too. So, you know, you, you can look forward to that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, got the uh the giveaway still going like we said in the beginning of the show yes. man so it's a it's a huge giveaway man and to be honest i, I felt like it would be blowing up more by now but you know it is what it is and if it keeps going it keeps going you got time still yeah. so if you're watching this right now you're watching the replay um take advantage of yeah. that cause it's all free man we we ain't asking you to pay we ain't asking you to pay for shipping it's all free man we, we got you on that right. so and we, and we will be we'll be live tomorrow anyway so we'll talk about more um cover our album so yeah we'll be right back uh back tomorrow so don't forget to tune in uh tomorrow as well and that's pretty and that's it man that's it for the podcast hope everyone be safe and see y'all tomorrow great sunday see y'all tomorrow for episode what 26 26 yes sir all right y'all see y'all have a great night